Good morning, you beautiful people. So Substack is introducing a new audio tool, and I thought I'd give it a try. You know, do something different, let you all hear my voice. So let me know what you think. All right, so the trending news today is that Morgan Creek Digital has scored what it says is the first investment in the crypto asset universe from a U.S. pension fund. Two pension plans in Fairfax County, Virginia, are anchor investors in a new $40 million venture capital fund, according to a statement from the company. Other investors include an insurance company, a university endowment, and a private foundation, said Morgan Creek Digital founder Anthony Pompliano. Pompliano said his new fund is structured like a traditional venture capital fund that will invest in the equity of companies in the blockchain and digital assets industry. The fund will also hold a small percentage of its value in liquid cryptocurrencies, such as Bitcoin. Alright, so while everyone's loving this, am I the only one who thinks it's irresponsible to invest the money of Virginia's Fairfax County police officers into a crypto venture fund? Like, yeah, I understand these pension funds are big, they collectively manage over $1.2 in assets, and they're only backing a $40 million investment in the Morgan Creek Blockchain Opportunities Fund. So they're going to have a bit over 3% exposure, like I get all that. I get it. But I'm just picturing a bunch of pensioners getting burned and then looking for reasons to go off and cry to Congress about how cryptocurrency is evil and, you know, et cetera, et cetera. But I don't know. Am, am I missing something? Am I not seeing the light? Let me know in the Substack comments below. So some of their investments include Bakht, Coinbase, and several lesser-known startups, including BlockFi, RealBlocks, Trust Token, Harbor, Open Finance Network, CityBlock Capital, Namebase, Good Money, and Digital Assets Data. The reason this is worrying is that historically, investing in infrastructure has rarely outperformed Bitcoin. I, th I think the only two exceptions as of today are Coinbase and Binance. And you know, th that's not to say that there haven't been ERC-20 tokens that have outperformed Bitcoin since launch, but it's especially worrying because Pomp has previously said that he's never sold an investment from one of his crypto funds. And when you're in crypto, that's not always necessarily a good thing. All right, so next we have Chainalysis raising 30 million in Series B funding. So if you've never heard of Chainalysis, uh, basically what they do is they build compliance and investigation software and then lease that software to companies and governments to help track and identify cryptocurrency users. So, so their main clients would be uh, exchanges and government organizations like the IRS and FBI. Michael Groninger, CEO and co-founder of Chainalysis, said the investment demonstrates a continuing appetite to make a long-term bet on the foundations of the emerging crypto ecosystem, telling Coindesk the investment and the timing of it shows that, despite fluctuating prices, there is quite a strong conviction among the very big VCs that this is not a short-term play. The only thing I want to say here is that chain analysis companies are very real and they're pretty scary and their technology is getting better. And while I personally place a lot of value on privacy, I think most people do not care about privacy if it's at the expense of convenience. I don't necessarily know if this is good or bad, it's just, you know, something that is. You know, on the flip side, I read an interesting comment on Reddit that said, chain analysis companies and similar startups have a strong incentive to exaggerate how well their services actually work. So, I don't know. What do you guys think?
All right, that's all for now. If you like this, let me know, leave a comment on Substack, and I hope you all have a wonderful day. Till next time.